This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Tell your boss to get lost. It's time for your 15-minute break. What up, Clock Dodger family? It's your boy, Neil. I appreciate you guys for joining me on your Clock Dodger 15-minute break. These are always special. These are always special. I hope you're having a great day. I hope it's beautiful outside. I hope you're flourishing. I hope you're achieving all your dreams and your desires. And if not, at the very least, I just hope you're having a good day. I'm having a good day. A lot of great stuff going on recently. A lot of things happening. Um, It's always good to stay busy. It's always good to stay busy and moving. Um, So today's today's topic, there's a couple of things I want to touch on. The, the, The first thing I want to talk about is actually... I got I got it from you know it's obviously it's summer here and so I signed my six year old up for jujitsu. Uh, he tried it once before. He was a little younger and uh, couldn't seem to control himself. Now he's six, which is still young, um, but he's a little more better behaved and focused. And so we have him in jujitsu. And I you know I I go obviously we go every day and you know he he trains for an hour and they do a really good job. And so shout out to them. Um, Shout out to American Top Team. That's who it is. So shout out to American Top Team. Uh, and just, you know, it's a good thing to get your kids into if you're looking for something new for them to try or looking for something different. Um, so definitely do that. But aside from that, the reason I brought up the jujitsu and my son being in jujitsu is because when I was watching him train and, and them teaching him stuff, um, I noticed something. So in his class, he is the biggest and strongest kid, right? Um, which is clearly an advantage, right? Um, jiu-jitsu, as anyone who has participated in it, trained in it, um, just watched it, enjoys, you know, consuming content about it, you know, UFC, whatever it is, you know that strength and size doesn't always matter. It's not like the deciding factor or anything in, 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 um, in, a, in an art like jiu-jitsu. But um, he has a clear advantage in this class with, you know, with little kids um, where he has a size and strength advantage and he knows it, right? And so I was thinking, I told him, I said, listen, you know you have a size advantage or a strength advantage um, with the people that you train with. And there are certain days where that helps you. There are certain days where that advantage um, makes you the best person in the room or one of the best people in the room or gives you an advantage in, you know, the, uh, you know, I guess you can call them challenges or whatever you want that they, that they, that they put these the kids through as they're training. And then there's other days where your size and strength don't matter. And, it's more of a technique thing and a leverage thing. And how good are you at that stuff? So that's where he does not have an advantage. And I explained to him that in life, it doesn't have to be sports or athletics or art. It could be business. It could be, you know, education. It could be whatever you want. We all have some sort of advantage or advantages. And we tend to lean on them. We tend to rely on them and, you know, so I, so, I, so I thought it was really important to explain to him, listen, this is your advantage in this particular class. You know that. Um, so it makes it 
way more important for you to understand what your weakness is now uh, and where you need to get better, which is on the technique side of things so that you can make that a strength as well. Um, obviously, he's a child. It's the same thing with adults, though. Um, I tend to lean on my strengths, right? If I have something that I know is my strength or I have an advantage in a certain thing, I lean on it. But it's important to not always do that. Um, definitely know your advantages and definitely, obviously, you know, use them. But if there's a weakness or something that you can get better at, um, it only makes you that much more stronger as an overall commodity, as an overall person to at least be good at everything as best as you can work at it. Right. Because the advantage is always going to be there. It's always going to be there. So a lot of people lose in life because they lean on that advantage so heavily and they think they don't have to focus on the other things. So Jiu-jitsu is just a perfect example. It just kind of like, you know, threw a light bulb on for me. Wow, this is happening right here in front of me um, for my six-year-old. And then, you know, I, of course, I go back and I look at ways in my life that I'm applying advantages and not working hard enough on weaknesses or things that I can improve upon. And so I felt like it was a really important thing not only to teach or, you know, kind of um, show to a younger person, but also just for anybody. Because if we reflect, if you reflect into your own life right now and you think about the things that you're doing, whether it's at your job, whether it's sports, whether it's an art, you, you know, drawing, music, uh, whatever it is, are you relying too heavily on your strength? Obviously, when you have a strength, you want to go all in on it. There's no question you want to go all in on your strength. That's not even a question. Um, you definitely want to fully commit to that because that's like, you know, obviously, if you have an advantage, um, you, you, it's typically a, a smart move to play that advantage. But again, don't ignore the other things that you can just improve on that'll make you unstoppable. Because sometimes if you could just tweak one of those things, if you can just, you know, improve enough or get pretty, pretty damn good at one of those things, it may be all you need to get an advantage in life whether it's a business advantage, whether it's an advantage that gets you noticed in some way. Um, it's just really important to not only take, you know, take a hold of those advantages and use them, but also to work on things that are considered not necessarily a flaw, not even necessarily a weakness, but just a place of um, where, where improvement can be made. So I really wanted to, you know, kind of touch on that really quick because it just, like I said, I seen it happening with him right in front of me as I watched it. And I just, you know, applied it to my own life, started reevaluating things, how I can, you know, work things out. And I thought it's a really cool idea tool um, just for other people to use. And, um, and, you know, just think about, just think about it. Just think about whatever you're doing, whatever you spend a lot of your time doing, or whatever your hobby is and say, okay, what is my advantage here? What am I extremely good at? And that I'm maybe leaning too heavily on or that I should continue to lean heavily on, but I can also... If I improve just this other thing a little bit, I may get even an even bigger advantage against my competition or against the other people in my class or the other people in whatever it is that you're doing. Um, so go all in on your advantages, on your strengths. I should say your strengths, not even necessarily your advantage. Go all in on your strengths, but don't let it stop you from trying to improve, even if it's in a small way, because you never know what that small improvement how far it can take you, how much of a difference it can make in the overall game plan. The other thing I wanted to talk about is reputation. Reputation. Reputation over resume. Reputation over resume is a big thing for me right now. Um, when, when it comes to your reputation, first off, you don't have to talk about yourself. 
You don't have to talk about your reputation. Your reputation speaks for itself. It speaks for you. Okay. So that, that's the first thing when it comes to your reputation, you don't have to, you don't have to tell us about it. It, tell, it talks for itself. Um, it, with, with, with life in the current culture that we're in, again, whether it's a work culture, uh, whether it's a, you know, a business, whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you're in some sort of art, music, anything at all in life, the job is to stand out, to be different, to, to, to create attention because attention is what gets you to a place where you have opportunity, right? Um, and a lot of times your work can do that for you. So if you have work to display, to show, um, sometimes that work will get you the opportunities that you want. However, it doesn't always work that way. And in today's society, that's that's been changing a lot. There's a lot of people, if you look around in your field, um, if you look around in entertainment, if you look around, in, you know, everywhere, there's a big emphasis right now on personality. Like, who are you? Who are you? Do you check all the boxes in the personality department? Are you mentally strong? Are you, are you easily um, affected by things people say, by things you see? Um, or are you strong? Are you mentally strong um, in a way where you can accomplish the job? You can stay focused even if they try to shake you. Are you humble? Are you self-centered? You know, who are you? It's a lot of times, you know, your work is great and you can say, look at this. I did this. I did that. Uh, my title was this. My title was that. Um, I've had this job. I had that job. But in reality, is it enough? It's not always enough. It's not always what works. Um, people have to buy into you. They have to buy into you, not just your work. Is that That may be the better way to put it. People have to buy into you, not just your work, not just your achievements, not just what you tell us you've done. Who are you? If you watch Shark Tank, for instance, and of course, this is you know a reality TV show, um, or you watch job interviews, or um, you watch investors in meetings, if you've ever been a part of a meeting uh, where there are investors, or like I said, in a job interview um, where maybe... You know, in most job interviews these days, it seems like hundreds of people are fighting for the same job you're fighting for. And many of those people, or even if it's, you know, apps are being developed these days or uh, products that are being developed, there's a lot of people sometimes who are doing what you're doing. And a lot of them have accomplishments that you have. A lot of them have the work, have, have put in the same work that you have. Right. So sometimes the only thing that can separate you, especially in society today, where everything is entertainment driven, um, you know, social media is so important. uh, Video is so important. Who are you? Who are you becomes one of the most important things ever, because when you're trying to sell a product or when you're trying to build something or create something or get a position, a lot of times it's not what you've done that that gets you the job, that sells the product. It's do people believe in you? Do people believe in you? Because a lot of times you could be a provider of information. You could be a provider of a product. You can be whatever it is, a spokesperson for something. You could be an educator. And if people aren't buying what you're selling, 
it's not necessarily that you haven't put the work in or that you don't have any achievements to prove that maybe what you're saying is true. It's that they just don't believe you. <laughs> and sometimes they don't connect with you. You know, you, you got to be real. There's got to be something there for them to, to attach and hold themselves to. So if you're doing something right now and it's something that, again, anything I talk about, I've practiced myself. I am continuously working on myself. Um, I'm not a guru by any stretch of the imagination. I'm just like you. I'm a regular person working on me, but I just happen to put it on a, I just happen to hit record <laughs> as I go through it. And as I um, go through the steps and kind of, you know, figure it helps people just like it's helping me at the same time. So um, just remember that a lot of times people get jobs, products get picked up, um, opportunities are handed to people that people connect with, to people that they believe in. And it doesn't have to be what you've achieved. It doesn't have to be what degree you have. It doesn't have to be where you worked last. Sometimes they just believe in you. And that's super important to acknowledge because you hear people a lot of times and I've thought it myself, you know, oh, I don't have, you know, such and such degree or I've never proved this in a workplace setting or, you know, things to that effect. I've never achieved it, you know, in front of people. Um, So why would they believe it? Because of you, because they buy into you. And so it's so important to display yourself, to work on yourself and display who you are, connect let them know you're real. Um, that was a big thing. Even in, you guys know, I'm super heavy into sports. Um, when these athletes, uh, coming out of college, go into the pros, they go through a whole combine process, a whole interview process. And you'll hear athletes say over and over again, um, I went in there and I just was myself. I just wanted them to connect with me because no one wants to talk. Nobody wants to give a position to a robot. Nobody wants to get behind and put money behind a robot, a drone, who, who just seems scripted, who doesn't have their own thoughts and opinions, who doesn't have a personality, a charisma. It's just, it's just an idea that you have to, you know, again, in this society we live in, it's super important. Young people, it's super important for, but it's also important for just us in everyday society who, even if you already feel established, maybe you want to change that at some point. Maybe you want to try to pick up a hobby or something else that you enjoy. Um, I just, I just believe in never you know, stopping the process of improvement. Um, but it's important to, you know, if you want to reach a, a certain peak or a certain level of performance or potential, it's important for them to connect with you. Guys, before we close this out, don't forget cloudouters.com is where a lot of the unique content is that we have all kinds of contributors from. Please review and rate this podcast. If you got something from this podcast, please review it and let others know what it was so that people who are new will find that and connect with it and look for that. Um, I love you guys. Don't forget to hit subscribe. As always, guys, be kind, be great, keep dodging. And matter of fact, let's add on to that. Stay humble, stay consistent, move with good intent, and help others while you help yourself. That's probably the most important one. Help others while you help yourself. There's a lot of negativity out there. There's also a lot of positive. The negativity, as Gary Vee says, sometimes is just louder. All right. I love you guys. Be kind. Be great. Keep dodging. Visit ClockDodgers.com for more unique content. Connect with us now by following at ClockDodgers on Twitter, Instagram, and Periscope.
If you're struggling with alcohol or drugs, Recovery Centers of America can help. RCA's local inpatient and outpatient programs are founded on science and delivered with heart from an expert caring team who will inspire and guide you every step of the way. Go to rcahelp.com slash podcast for more information on how to get treatment. At RCA, you'll be in a community that builds connections and fosters support from peers and RCA's team of medical professionals. At RCA's state-of-the-art campuses, they tailor your treatment to you and also offer specialized programs for patients with history of trauma or relapse, for young adults, for adults 50-plus, for the LGBTQ plus community, a confidential program for first responders and service members, and a faith-based program. Recovery Centers of America accepts patients 24-7 and is in network with most insurance providers. Don't wait. Go to rcahelp.com slash podcast for help. rcahelp.com slash podcast.